Yes. Praise God. All right, I'm going to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for leading us today and speaking to us. I just thank you for a quickening, a spirit of quickening. I thank you, Lord, that... Um, that we can expect it. We just thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' name. I just thank you for blessing your word. Amen. Okay. Um, so there's a lot going on in the atmosphere these, these, these few months um, because there's so, there, there is so many things moving. And um, I, today we're talk, doing a little bit of a, a very, very quick summary of our mandate as a church and going forward what that looks like. But I can say this, I've been in the Lord for, you know, over three decades now, and I just, everything's happening so much more intensely and quicker, everywhere. And so I would say that's the new normal. Um, that's the new normal, is that what, is, is things, it's, uh, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We'll look at things like that down the track. At hand actually means it's right here, but, but the kingdom of heaven is ready. And, uh, and it has been for 2,000 years, but I want to talk about how it pertains to us today. Um, so in, in, in the, the, the most recent season, if you come here during the week, this is like a little beehive with lots of buzzing, bzz, 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 all around the place. And uh, we've, we run out of rooms. And so there has been no room at the inn. And you'd be aware that we do a lot of counseling, ministry, prayer ministry, and healing. So we started to pray. We started saying, Lord, um, you know, we just, there's, there's a stirring. And what happens is that, is that when God stirs you to extend your tent pegs, you extend them. That's a good idea. Um, because when you, the Great Commission is indispensable. Now, I've given you some scriptures. I'm probably just going to paraphrase them because I want to drill down on some more prophetic things. Uh, not that I'm sort of like, you know, don't, don't look into that. Um, but uh, we are, in, we are in, in crazy Kairos, and Kairos is convergence. And I, I think one of the things that we will be addressing today is what it is, what, what is, what is South Australia, and what is it South Australia to God? And what does he want to do in South Australia? Because I know for myself... It's, I'm, my life is an unusual one. I've seen much of the world. I've been to and ministered into close to 35 countries. Yeah, I've born, bred and lived in Adelaide uh, so long, uh, I mean, all my life. Uh, you know, as, what, that was a bit of a funny statement. You know, I was, I was born at a very young age. Um, <coughs> my mother was there and, you know. So, and I know that I've sort of like, my life's a living parable because... I do know South Australia has an amazing history, but then I do, I have seen some very, very dark times where there's been an absolute lack of leadership in this state, no vision. There's been uh, obstructionist policies laden with bureaucracy. We're talking from the collapse of the state bank to the collapse of the uh, state government insurance commission to all sorts of, all sorts of hectic things. And, and prophetically, the Lord showed me Oh my gosh, I was, went down with, with Adam Thompson and Paul Todd here. We, we stayed at a friend's place down at Gulwa. As we're going down there, the Lord showed that, that the point when uh, a shadow started to get cast over this state. And uh, when people are in the a, in a rest of Australia and you go, I am going to move to Adelaide. And they go, why? 
because that's been a well-earned reputation. But we're seeing that turn around in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? We are seeing that. And I'll tell you what right now, if we try and do the whole SA great and West End beer commercial, kick a Vic, that's, that's a really, really low level policy. It's only see a turnaround in Christ in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? So in Him we live and move and have our being. So what I wanna do, there's gonna be some, we're gonna talk about prophetic scrolls and there's an invitation in the Spirit um, that the Lord's putting out there. But firstly, in one of the, in one of the passages of scriptures, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, uh, in Matthew 28, it's very, very interesting because it, we're talking, the Great Commission is in multiple synoptic gospels and he says, go into all the world. And he says, oh, Jesus says, all authority in every single sphere of dimension, sphere and dimension, sorry, the multiverse has been given to me, therefore go. And he says, make disciples of the nations. So, uh, uh, um, so there's, 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 there's a systematic to disciple a nation. I mean, that's, a, that's easy for God, but we could think it's a big undertaking. You know, I, I remember uh, beginning of 2020, under the, guise of, under the cover of COVID, is that our state government pushed through uh, a bill that uh, a child can be uh, aborted or killed on the, up to the day of its birth in South Australia. And do you know that most South Australians didn't even know that was taking place? And this happened all around the world. It happened in New Zealand and other places, this policy. And so we, we, we got, uh, the, the, we felt, we, we, we felt the, the, the feels from heaven, like why? And so we got involved and then people in this church started to put boots to the ground and pray like crazy. This is like two years ago. And, and I'll tell you what, you know, it's amazing. Unless I'm pretty sure you'd be aware of it. We've seen some pretty dark times because we've been dealing with two parties who are left of center. And we need to see the kingdom of God influence the government mountain like never before. Do you know what's amazing? Did you know that just last week, a new leader for the Liberal Party, David Spear, who is a man of God, who believes, who's a, he's a believer in Christ, appointed leader of the Liberal Party. Can someone shout Amen? <laughs> that is massive because it, it, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. Now he is in opposition, but that is absolutely massive. Now, this is my position, is this, in the middle, is righteousness and the parties will move in and out of that. I am not rusted onto a party. I'm not a partisan person. We have to champion righteousness. Can someone say amen? <clears throat> so I would suggest that you pray uh, for the leader of the Liberal, pray for the Premier because he's making the decisions at the moment, um, him and the unions. And uh, <clears throat> true, true. But, but pray, lift up uh, 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 David Spears' hands in prayer because I tell you what, we need people who have, uh, who, who give themselves to the ear, I mean, uh, to, uh, give their ear to the, sorry, to the, the, the counsel of the Lord. So we've seen amazing things happen in a very short period of time. You know what I find um, <clears throat> interesting, and I, I'm just sort of like, you know, jumping around in my notes a bit, is that this, this I believe that, Field of Dreams in Maylands, in Maylands has a government anointing, 
a wisdom anointing, a blueprint anointing. It is a nerve center. It is in the eastern gate. We have, we're literally on a straight line road to uh, uh, one of the longest serving premiers, uh, nearly 10 years in Dunstan. And then we have his, uh, his, his formerly his wife, his house, uh, her house was next door. You go up that, we talked about the highway of holiness years ago and look what's happening. The end of that, you see the, there's a statue of, to Thomas Playford in Norton Summit. This stuff's real, it's exciting. It says with all you're getting, get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. So we've seen that, but I believe on top of that, people go, on top of that, the Lord is leading us into another part of the Great Commission. The other part of the Great Commission actually says, uh, um, go into, the, into all the world and it says this, <clears throat> and these, this is very different. The first one is like this, make disciples of the nations. Yes, we can do that. Okay, now we'll do that. This is one from Mark. And these signs will follow those who believe. <clears throat> in my name, they will cast out demons. Now, in case you're wondering, you can't counsel a demon. When in doubt, cast it out. It's real. It's real. Okay. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And uh, well, we've got the biggest collection of serpents in Australia, haven't we? They're not just in politics. Okay. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. I believe today is about a spirit of revival in South Australia. And there are some faith steps because this, this, this place is, is, is relatively revived. People come in here and people are, are confronted by the presence of God, the intensity of the worship and so on and so forth. But what happens is that God is calling us to another place in regards to South Australia. So we're seeing amazing things. And one of the things that, again, I don't wanna get bogged down in, in lots of reading because I wanna cite some things, but we know there's an amazing passage of scripture I'll probably expound more on this afternoon. In Genesis 26, when, when Isaac sowed and received a hundredfold, and then it was his mission, his mission to unclog all the wells that his father da dag. He dagged them, he did. <laughs> Sheep dag wells. It is well. In that hall. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> okay, Doug. <laughs> Squirrel. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. The wells that his father digged. <coughs> Isaac opened them up again. There's something about, in the, in the Word of God, when God calls us to a place, if there's no water, there's poverty and there's death. God wants it to be a flow of water. Now, now we have a there's, a, there's a track record. If you don't wanna come into your destiny, real quick, fast way, quick, fast way to make sure you never come into your destiny, be a complainer, complain. So Israel had a, you know, this, like, there's worthless manna, you know, and, 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 and complain, the water's bitter, <clears throat> you know, all this sort of stuff. And then after they got healed by looking at the bronze serpent in the wilderness, the Lord says, I'm gonna give you a new song. Spring up, O well. 
spring up. In this season, I believe God is calling us to, to unblock a lot of wells that I didn't even know were here, but the Lord's just opened our eyes to this. This is exciting because I want to see, I want to see revival in this state for South Australians, by South Australians that we can export around the world. Can someone say amen? And so we have this, 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 this backstory, but uh, um, one of the things I wanna, I wanna little go off the deep end, and for, for some of you, you've never heard this, uh, this story. Um, Field of Dreams is a supernatural church, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be an apologist about that, and, and I'm just gonna, it's, whenever someone tells, shares something prophetic, supernatural, it's a testimony, and it's anecdotal. So you either witnesses to you or it doesn't, no matter how crazy it seems, okay? So I remember I was getting, receiving a ministry session about, my gosh, it'd be four or five years ago now. And all of a sudden, at the end of the ministry session, because I was in the spirit, and at the end of the ministry session, I thought we'd finished because like, I had my eyes closed and I was having encounters. And I was getting, and was I receiving prayer? Not really. I was just, it was just like watching a movie, to be honest. <clears throat> and then, the end of the ministry session, well, I suppose we're done. I said, I suppose we are. And my eyes were open. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I saw something coming out of the wall. Now, this is, this is normal Christianity 101. It's not anything completely weird. It's, it's normal for heaven and normal for the realm of the spirit. But we need to get more people into that place than normal. Can someone say amen? So anyway, the backstory to this is that we were taking a team to Uganda and to do a crusade, like a, with a big outreach. Uh, um, and we're all excited, you know, big, big crusades in Africa, always wanted to do that, but we'd had no money. So we just stepped out in faith, because that's what we do. We've always been a church to step out in faith. The just to live by faith. So anyway, <clears throat> that's the backstory. So. This horse comes out, this, 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 this a horse comes out the wall, a white horse. Okay, now if you find that offensive, I'm gonna go to another level. The horse had wings. So I thought I was watching the beginning of a TriStar movie. <coughs> and, um, and the person who was, it was actually Dan Deval, the person who was, who was facilitating that session, he would ask me questions. And he would say, he'd ask me a question, but the Lord was talking to me and the spirit realm is so, well, the things of the Holy Ghost are so quick. It was, the Lord was giving me the answers to questions that Daniel hadn't even asked me. So he's telling me, well, by the time he's asked me a question, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know the answer to that. The horse comes through and I'm like, what's this? Of course, <clears throat> you know. And I heard the Lord say, messenger. He really waxed lyrical on that one. And, and then, so I'm going, I'm like, how, what is this, huh? And then, I'm, and then I'm thinking, is this mine? Right? And I heard clearly, it is if you choose to accept it. And I knew that the horse was connected to a mandate or a mission. And rather than me just walk around and go to, you know, uh, uh, the latest, uh, I mean, I could go to a prophetic conference, you know, and literally it could be a dog and pony show. I got a white horse, you know. Like it's not, it's not like that. It's connected to getting things done for the glory of God in Jesus' name. So basically I said, is this mine? And the Lord said, it is if you choose to accept it. And it was sort of like that sort of, that sort of vernacular or, or verbiage lends itself to dun, 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 dun
I'm so disappointed no one joined in. If I said, if, I, if, if we could do one of, one of Daryl's tricks, I'd go, mana, mana. And you'd, you'd follow, okay, all right, but don't, 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 all right. So anyway, um, so I'm like, yeah, and then, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy, all right? And I'm sparing you a lot of detail. So this, I engaged this, this white horse. Anyway, it's interesting because white horse is all through Scripture. Uh, and Jesus rode into a, a, a donkey, a cult, a, a, cult, a, a foal, some, a, a, never been ridden into Jerusalem, but as they thought he was going to be a great military leader, but he came in like hum, uh, uh, in that fashion. Then you've got Revelation 19, and I saw, a white ho- I saw a white horse and he who sat on it. Quite incredible, because the spirit world is incredible. Now, this is why the Lord says walk in the spirit, because it's way more interesting than all of this, the natural. Okay, why wouldn't you want to go in that place? It's, it's exciting, it's fun, but you've got to be like a big kid, okay? And, 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 and religious people don't get in. There's got to be a hunger and a seeking and a, and a yielding and a obeying. So anyway, said yes. And then a few days later, people from, from another country said, do you have a missions program? I said, we do. And, and the, uh, this couple sewed in $50,000. Three days later, after this encounter, then Belinda lets me know the next day an email comes from Africa saying the budget for the crusade is $50,000. Okay, now this is exciting. I mean, I know you guys, you're looking like a, 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 you know, a calf staring at a new gate. But this, this is life in the Spirit. This is why I walk in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, worship in the Spirit and truth. So we're seeing... So, so we're seeing amazing things and we've seen that the, the, the white horse has been connected to, to provision, okay? So this is, this is exciting, okay? Now, all right. One of the things is that, um, is that this is why, why history is really important because I think, this is my opinion now, okay? I believe much of history that we know of is false. It's pushing a godless agenda. That's my opinion, okay? But we need to know God godly history so we can actually redig those wells. So you go, okay, we've got a clear mandate here for government in this church. And government doesn't just mean politics, it means to govern. It looks like take dominion, go into all the world. That's what it means, okay? And representing the King of glory who God is love and he's not willing that any man should perish but all should be saved, come to the saving knowledge of the truth. So anyway... What I found interesting, probably only found this out last year, that, uh, uh, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the Methodists today. The Methodists. And you've got uh, John Wesley, John and Charles, Charles the, uh, uh, the songbird, wrote thousands of hymns. Uh, uh, John Wesley turned the world upside down, to be honest, but it was in the Holy Ghost, because he went to America and he was useless. Didn't get anything done. And then he got really influenced by this group of prayer warriors called the Moravians. And then in a chapel in the UK, he got radically saved and came into the realm of the Spirit. Then he influenced the Methodists. Did you know this building is an old Methodist building? It is, 1977, Methodists, Congregationalists, uh, 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 Presbyterian, and 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 a few more became the Uniting Church. 
So up to 1977, this was a Methodist church. So you've got this, this, this realm of government, and you go, oh, that's nice to have the history. No, 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 it's made way better than that. We found out last year that a, a, a regular attendant of this church who preached here as a lay preacher, unordained, was a guy called Norm Macon. You might know there's a seat called Macon out the north, named after a man who attended this church for years. Norm Macon actually, uh, he was in the House of Representatives for a very long time. He was, he was a federal MP. He represented Hindmarsh, Sturt, and then Benython. He was the Speaker of the Australian House of Representatives. Speaker of the House, that's very, very powerful. Not just that, uh, he served under uh, John Curtin, Ben Chifley, uh, Frank Ford. He was, in 1946, a man who preached here all the time, was the first President of the United Nations Security Council. Who thinks that's amazing? And then he did a, a very long a, 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 a stint as ambassador to the United States, Australian ambassador, based in this church. So when we understand what God's done, we can lay a hold of scrolls because we didn't know this until we were engaged in the government mountain. Come on, that's amazing. You start to, and in the same way, God today is gonna speak to us about revival. Who's excited? Seriously. <clears throat> okay. So books and scrolls are real. Everyone, Psalm 139, 16 says, all of my days were before you, before one of them came to be. Are they not written in your book? Everything about your life is already written down. So the exciting thing about the prophetic is to inquire of the Lord and then fulfill what God's called you to do. It actually says in Ephesians, you are as workmanship pre-prepared to do works. So when we study history, we're looking into scrolls. It's awesome, it's, it's, it's exciting. So, so what I wanna do, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I, I've probably struggled with levels of cultural cringe, okay? So I found that, I've found levels of frustration in South Australia uh, 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 in regards to lack of vision, lack of opportunity for young people, embracing the new, right? There's such a resistance to change. And I, I really, I'd had a gutful. And I tried to lead South Australia a few times. And just for good measure, uh, the Lord made me, didn't make me, led me to marry someone who said they'll never leave South Australia. <laughs> and so, and so I, I actually did. And then the Lord spoke to me and He said, you cannot minister to anything you don't love. You can't. The Lord started to change my heart and what's happened is that, you know, I don't, I don't care how much complaint you have. Are you praying over it? Was it since the last two years I've really prayed for South Australia all the time? And God changes your heart. And then what happens is that you start to develop the burden of the Lord. And we've saw last year officially the first net migration to South Australia in over 30 years. More people are moving here than leaving for the first time in 30 years. Can a company of people change history? Can someone say yes, amen? This is what it's about. It's not about playing church games. I, I had to get healed. Once I got healed, then the Lord could, could use me. And uh, because it'd be like this, you know, in Adelaide, people aren't very open. Oh, mission strip, yeah, mission strip. Come back to Adelaide, <laughs> mission strip, yeah, you know. Then you tell the stories about what happened overseas and people go, well, that happens overseas. And it's like, yeah, but it happens here too. 
So the Lord had to do a work on me. So I want to talk to you about some things that most of us didn't know about. And I want to talk about uh, uh, the Methodists. And what's amazing, so you're sitting in a building built by Methodists for Methodists. So 1882 is the Bluestone Chapel at the back. That was the original church, okay? But it was built by Methodists for Methodists. So what you got is you've got the emphasis on salvation, uh, manifest holiness. They had a thing, there was such fiery preaching, they had a thing called the anxious seat. They didn't do altar calls. Is that if the Spirit of God fell on you and convicted you that you weren't right with God, there was a place down the front, you could come and seek God while the preacher kept preaching. People, people get offended so easily now, sort of like, you know what? Hell would be way more offensive. They had an anxious seat. This is one of the, the, the things that Charles Finney sort of like made, made popular, I suppose. And the other thing too is they sought God for His power. So you need to know this. This is important because this is your heritage. They conducted spiritual warfare. They contended in prayer. They had extended meetings, right? And why I believe this is key is that they were the forerunners to the Pentecostals. Absolutely. So everything you see in Pentecostal church, uh, uh, AOG, ACC, whatever, it's actually grown out of the, the, the Methodists, whether they acknowledge it or not. So, they, so, so this is actually part of your heritage. You're sitting in a building built by and for, but God wants us to take it to another level. So uh, 18, uh, in 1836, Adelaide was established. Yeah, someone pitched a tent, all right? And <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, in 1838, revivals started to be conducted by Methodists all through Adelaide in 1838. This is in the foundation of the colony, all right? And they were a combination of organised and spontaneous. Revivals took place all through here locally from Strathalbum to Clarendon to McLaren Vale to North Adelaide, there was a, there was a, there was a, uh, a mission in Commode Street, where the, Adelaide, uh, the uh, Women's and Children's Hospital is. And in, there, there, I've been reading historical records about Enfield. Well, you know what's crazy is in, uh, so, so, so this is from 1938 onwards. This is, this is, this is your home, where, you're, where you live to connect with heaven. This is what God's already done before you were aware of it. Because it's always easy to do something a second time. So I find it interesting. One of the accounts was in the 1860s, such crazy revival broke out in a place called McLaren Vale is that nearly the whole district came to Christ. Yeah. And so what happens is these revivals and extended meetings would take place. People would walk up to 20 miles to attend extended meetings. The meetings could go as long as three weeks, every like seven nights a week. This is where you live. And there'd usually be hundreds, if not thousands in attendance. Holy Ghost, I can feel the Holy Ghost. Spirit of revival, Shabbat. <laughs> That's an exclamation mark if you're wondering what the interpretation is. All right. The power of God would fall. There would be weeping and travail, conversions, and then, and then outbreaks of joy. They call them outbursts of emotion. 
Never seen that before. Oh, I love a spirit of revival. Your body has to get involved, okay? Just in case you were wondering. I believe in the glory. <coughs> and and t- there was one account where a preacher was travelling to Aldinga. Or, uh, it was either Aldinga or Wollonga, you know, tomato, tomato. Um, <coughs> and as these, these are accounts, right? Because one, one of the things that I've been researching is it's a PhD written in Fl- Flinders University on sa- revivals in South Australia. And as he's going down there, the streets were lined with people weeping for joy and rejoicing all the way, greeting this preacher. We're talking, we're talking, this is, this is where you live. This is, this is in the spirit. Um, in 1867, uh, a you know, non-ordained uh, uh, believer in Enfield. Now back then, Enfield would have been the end field, <coughs> would have been surrounded by just open fields everywhere, okay? End fields of dreams, all right. So basically, in 1867, he held a, an all-day meeting on Good Friday. So I thought we had a great attendance last week. No, nah, chicken feed. 1,200 people attended all day. And it says this was a typical meeting in its day. We're talking South Australia was in revival. Did you know this? And this is what the enemy wants to put down because he wants you to connect with the, with the history of revival and something about revival that we've learned, we, want, we don't wanna just be revived in that revived state, we wanna bring transformation. Can someone say amen? We wanna see everything change. And now we've got a man of God right at the top uh, and that you can pray for regularly. Give, pray, Lord, pray wisdom for, for David Spears. <coughs> okay, I mean, so, aren't these exciting days? This is really happening. It's really happening. So anyway, um, yeah, just, just, just this, is, this is happening so many places. Now, it was noted in 1859, did you know there were two notable Welsh revivals? Not one, two. We just go Evan Roberts in the early 90s. No, there was two. So there, were, there was also an Ulster Island at the same time as in Wales, a move of God, and that got exported, on top of the revival that was already happening, that got exported here. The spirit of revival hit South Australia in 1859. Who's loving hearing this? Because he's placed you here. And he doesn't want this to be locked in history. He wants you to engage it, okay? <coughs> this is like, we, this plane hasn't even taken off yet, okay? So we've noted around Adelaide, incredible moves of God, but I'll tell you what right now, all through the areas north of Adelaide, full-on revivals in Borough. Who's been to Borough? Well, just inside Goiter's Line, okay. Don't ask for explanation, just Google it. Okay, Google's line, okay. Uh, uh, um, Claire, Kapunda, we're talking crazy stuff. And so I've been reading accounts. In 1868, there were outpourings in these locations. People were contending, they were doing contending all day in prayer for three to four days because of the powers of darkness. Now, <clears throat> these were mining communities. It's known as the Copper Triangle, the Copper Coast. Borough was ground zero. We, we, actually, we, did, we actually produced most of the world's copper in a season. Oh yeah. And so <clears throat> that's dangerous uh, uh, lifestyle is, is mining. Okay. And so there was incredible moves of God and, and we're talking the power of God. There'd be, there'd be hundreds gathering and the, maybe more, 
Well, there definitely was more. There were thousands in certain occasions. The power of God will fall so much. There, there was like, in one instance, 380 people came to Christ in one meeting. I believe Wallaroo, Kadena and Munta, their combined population was 20,000 people. And so people were just like, they'd be in, weeping and, and uh, uh, we're talking like real powerful conversions. Do you know what I'm saying? We're gonna take it to another level. In 1871, a young Scottish man by the name of John Alexander Dowie, he actually started, well, he, he beca- uh, joined the ministry and became the pastor of a congregationalist church in Alma. And that's maybe a, a day's journey between what's these revivals. I'm not saying Alma wasn't in revival, but it's not as a, a notable. <clears throat> and, and if you drive through Alma and you blink, you're probably gonna miss it. <clears throat> no offense to any Almonds out there. <clears throat> Funeral, old building, old building, new building, old building, old building. Wow, where's the next place? It was, it's that small. But God didn't think so. Did you know that John Alexander Dowie, he is the father of the modern healing movement. He went across to America, incredible. Do you know what God, God raised him up during plague. Interesting, <laughs> during plague. And he went and, and uh, 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 he turned the world upside down. <clears throat> A guy who came from Scotland and found his feet in Adelaide and South Australia. He actually ran, he got, he got pre-selection, but he didn't get voted in. So he would carry government as well. And then he started a place, he went to the World's Fair. Um, <clears throat> Did that still happen? I think the exhibi- World Exhibition, whatever. It was in Chicago and he sent out a, set up a tent outside the World's Fair and prayed for the sick and the miracles were so notable, he got in all the papers and people flocked from all over America to get prayed for. So much so, he built his own city called Zion. We're talking crazy, he, 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 he found his feet, his calling happened in the atmosphere of revival in South Australia. God has put you in South Australia, who's excited? Seriously, because there is an invitation. This is very, very, well, I'll start showing you pictures, you're gonna go, what the heck? So, going back to the York Peninsula. <laughs> I'm so whacked. All right, ba 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 ba. Here we go. All right. So, uh, so in 1875, there was a revival in Munta. So they built a uh, they built a church. They could see a thousand people. Right in 1875. So we're talking thousand people every week. Right. And this church, this church grew up to uh, as many as 3,000 people were attending this church. It was probably the first mega church in Australia. Did you know that up until the, the late 20th century, there were thousands still attending Moonta Mines Church? Did you know that? Who's, put up your hand if you've never heard of Moonta Mines Church. That would be nearly all of you. I'm so glad. Well, here's the deal. This building, I, be- I believe the Lord wants Field of Dreams to purchase, in Jesus' name. I'm gonna to explain to you how that works. We're not going to uh, uh, buy it and, and, and just, yep, great. But I believe God wants us to plant in this area and to open up all these wells again. Come on, can someone, say, can someone shout hallelujah? Or do we need revival in here? Solicited response much. Okay. Now you go, okay, 
we're going to talk about that in a second. But what is it about cycles and seasons? God is speaking to us today about revival. And we found that in this season, the blessing of the Lord on this farming that we've started, and it won't be the last property, is that there's a connection to the kingdom of heaven, your physical body and the earth. Because God so loved the cosmos, He gave His only begotten Son. All the people in it. Yeah, yeah, but God wants, it says all of creation is, all of creation is waiting for the, the, the rising up of the sons of God. And I'll tell you what, there's something so powerful when we know that the blueprint for revival is all over this city and north, right? And south, McLaren Vale, etc. I tell you what, right now we go, oh Lord, this is your scroll. We can lay a hold of this. You intercessors, you prayer warriors, we can actually lay a hold of it like never before. But I believe there, there is an opportunity to purchase this property out north. And I want to, I want to talk about that today because it's, it, it's, you'll, see that you'll see the property, I'll show you in a minute, right? But it's about the territory. Now, I'm gonna show you why I believe in regards to divine guidance because that's one of the things we teach at the uh, internship is divine guidance. One of the key things is if you miss the cutoff date to apply, it's divine guidance you won't get in. <laughs> really, really easy. We're gonna talk about divine guidance because you've got to know, is the Lord wanna, aren't we flat out? Well, yeah, but aren't we meant to make disciples of the nations? Yeah. When God says, please extend your tent pegs, but I don't have to say please, we go, yeah, because this is what He wants us to do. It's exciting because it's like, because if, 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 if the kingdom of God doesn't take it, darkness will. This is, this, is, this is where we're at right now. We've seen our fair share of darkness and I'm, I'm, I'm done, I'm good now. I'm good, I'm, I'm good now, Lord. And he says, we'll obey. Yep. So, okay, why Kairos? Did you know that to the very month, right now, 100 years ago in 1922, Smith Wigglesworth came and preached in Adelaide, a series of meetings in Hindmarsh Square. It was a place called Protestant Hall. He spoke, and this is, we're talking, we're talking like, so, so, uh, um, I'm sure Catholics were welcome, but basically, we're talking like he was the heaviest hitter in the world. You've got John Alexander Dowie setting up shop here. The Welsh Revival, Convergence, then you've got Smith Wigglesworth to this month prophesying about the move of God, of the Spirit in the great Southland of the Holy Ghost. He went from here to Christchurch. Do you know who came here six months after him and saw a couple of thousand in her meetings? Amy Semple McPherson, 1922. But we wouldn't know that unless the Lord revealed it to us. Who's excited? Because we are making disciples of the nations. We're seeing governments change and they will continue to change as long as the saints continue to take responsibility, having the keys of the kingdom of heaven and the gates of hell will not prevail. But now he's saying, I want you to see the spirit of revival I want you to see the dead raised as commonplace. I want you to see every sort of disease healed, every sickness, every torment, because this is the invitation. This is 100 years to the day. And I believe it's 100 years to the year that the Moonton Mines officially closed. So, okay. 
So I believe there's an invitation to reopen the wells that are already dug, but dig them way deeper. Because these Methodists, and we've got to give, we've got to give honour where honour's due. They're, they did an amazing pioneer work. But now we need to add to our faith, virtue, diligence, etc. And we have to see manifest, miraculous, glory, and the knowledge of the glory of the, the uh, Lord covers the, cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. So let me just tell you, so you go, okay, all right, well, all right, do you have the word of the Lord on this? I'm glad you asked. So um, we have Lawrence and, and, and Peggy, uh, Renata, uh, they have the, their, their art is in our cafe. And um, <clears throat> they, they, God gives them all sorts of assignments and they, they went to this, this church, Muntermine's church, and he was talking to me about it and a bunch of people from the, from Clare and other places went in there and prayed. And they said, we're gonna put this on the market at some stage soon, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yep, cool, wow. Nice building, you know, did nothing, nothing got quickened at all. Cool. And then what happened, uh, um, they went to Melbourne for a few, two, at least two weeks, I think. And then uh, Rachel sent me this realestate.com.au uh, uh, link and uh, she sent me this. I said, oh, it's on the market now. And I, something started to move in me. Like it's, I'm going, hmm, like this. And I'm like, I think I'll do my due diligence, Lord. Are you in this? Is this something that you want to do? So what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you who wants to see one of the craziest supernatural chronological timelines you've ever seen. Come on, seriously. There we go. All right, we have revival. So they come back, we, they come back and, and, and Max, you might want to focus on the screen now or I don't know whether it's whatever. Um, but they come back from Melbourne and we're talking about opening up wells. If we can put the picture number one, please, up here. This is in their front yard because they have, they have a front, uh, they have a cottage, one of the oldest miners' cottage and Moonta is, has its heritage from Cornwall. Okay, Cornish miners. And so when we plant a church, we're gonna have Cornish pastors out there, okay? <coughs> so this is the well in their front yard and she comes back and there's this bag and it's got a name on a little love heart, cool. Now this is on a Monday. This is on a Monday. They just come back from, uh, 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 from Melbourne. And, and, and you go, oh, what's this? Okay, what was in the bag? Let's have a look. <laughs> Ancient keys. What's written on the keys? Dreams. Are you interested so far? If, you need, if, you, if you're in need of greater stimulation, you need to get saved. We have a, an anxious seat over there. So this is where it gets freaky. So this is on a, they're telling me this on a, on a, 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 on a Monday and I'm feeling it, I'm going, hmm. Now, I knew it wasn't available to be open because I think the real estate agent was not gonna be in town. So I thought, I thought I've got to go up, I've just got to put my, my foot on the, on the land. I've just got to see it and I'll go there and I'm going. <laughs> and then Peggy, <laughs> that looks like a meme. Holy Spirit, lead me. And I'm <laughs> going down this slippery dip. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. 
<laughs> and she turns around. I mean, she says to me, Todd, turn around and look what's walking right up to the church gate right now. Put it in the next picture, please. I mean, come on, Lord. Lord, give me a sign. <laughs> give me a sign, any sign. <laughs> Shape shifts into an eagle, open heavens. Lord, anything, just a sign, <laughs> just a sign. I mean, come on. See, so before we go any further, right now I'm serving notice on this ecclesia is that we have to engage the scroll of revival in South Australia. I'm serious, this is excited. This is, it's gonna to go to another level. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to see how significant this church has been in this state, a church none of you have probably, well nearly, uh, hardly any of you have ever heard of before. Because when I saw this, I'm going, where, where was, what? Like this, if we can put, let's have a look at the, who wants to see the interior of the church? For dear? What do you reckon, hey? Heritage, SA Heritage. So basically, it's on the market. We've already put in an expression of interest. And we get, uh, uh, we've already put an expression of interest. And we've, we've already taken the uh, eldership team in and, and some leaders just to have a look. And I'm telling you, people could, a few of them could struggle to get off the carpet. Like that, that God's in that place. There is such a destiny over South Australia. The Lord's waiting, waiting. I believe the pools of Bethesda are just starting to get stirred now. We see every week people getting healed in our meetings, every week when we do healing rooms, every week, but it's just the beginning in Jesus' Name. So who thinks that's a beautiful interior? So uh, obviously there has to be, and, and so we would maintain that, uh, but not change it. Uh, maybe, I don't know, the carpet needs replacing, but generally everything is, is heritage, like it's protected. That pipe organ is incredible, okay? And so I really, I mean, I would just so, so tempted just to go up there, you know, once they turned it on and play chopsticks. You know, but I wouldn't, would have done it a total disservice. Okay, so what we have here is, did you know that for decades, how many, how many were in Sunday school, kids' church? 500. Do you wanna have, let's have a look at a picture of the choir. We'll put the next one up. Is that incredible? We're talking like packed to the gills every week. See, right now, we are in a war. And, and we're coming to a whole new place. We're looking at Isaiah 60. There is a separation of light and darkness. What are we gonna leave our kids? What are we gonna leave our kids? This under siege mentality? Or are we going to be absolutely, because darkness can only prosper in the absence of light. The church there now, um, it's half a dozen, I mean, probably a dozen people, Part of the engagement is that we're happy to let them continue to meet there. I'm happy uh, for that as part of the memorandum of understanding that, that we would enter into. 
But we're going to see, if, if God's calling us to purchase this, this is what it's going to look like. Who's excited? <laughs> now, Moontar is the most popular South Australian tourist destinations for South Australia. Who knows Moontar quite well? It's, it's a really interesting place. It's very, very historic. Right, right, very on the, it's on the coast, okay? And if you're a bit worried about swimming in the ocean, they've got a giant net, your safest uh, 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 houses. <coughs> and so, um, so, so this is quite incredible what the Lord's inviting us into. Like I said, as soon as you the white horse, you're going, whoa, 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 what? But we need to see that spirit of revival. I want to see it here, Claire. I want to see it at you know, Kapunda, Barra. God move again. And so He gets the glory, not a church, not a ministry, not a movement. So the Lord gets the glory. Wouldn't it be interesting if this is a major strategy for the, uh, uh, the, the igniting of the great Southland of the Holy Spirit? Come on. So much convergence, 100 years this month, Smith, Smith Wigglesworth. So let's have, a, let's have a look at the next picture. They're having a bit of a reunion here. Look at this. I believe there were still, yeah, there were still thousands of people attending this church. So you go, how many church, how many people does the church seat? 1,250. So we're praying about like, we're praying about, Lord, we feel when you want us to extend the tent pegs. I did not see this coming. It's clearly God. It's clearly God. And so you're going, all right. Yep, good Todd, white horse. Let's just, let's just leave it there. No, I, I will not. So we're looking through the building and we just were like, oh, oh by the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that we were outside the building the first day I was there. And what, because people, it's such a historic site. They actually do regular tours. As, as I'm leaving with, with, with Peggy and Lawrence, car to, rocks up and a uh, four-wheel drive rocks up and Lawrence goes, hey bro, you got a key? Yeah, I do. Just opened it up for us, a lovely guy called Andrew. And uh, he's, he's a member of the church. And he, we, 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 it was just crazy. I was reporting this back to the eldership. They're going, this is, this is crazy. This is before they even set foot in there. Because like this, I, I, let me just, I wanna be very, very clear. Number one, it's all about the Lord. Number two, it's about the territory and the souls. Number three, a building is just a horse the Lord wants to ride in on. That's all it is. We're, I love heritage buildings. I believe there is, if, uh, I believe we're meant to have this. And so there's a theme of renewing. Can you imagine if God said, I want you guys to make sure that South Australia returns back to the city of churches in the true sense. Who think that's an amazing, amazing. Now, one of the things that, that, that the Lord has got us studying, meditating on, even mapping is time. Time isn't what we think it is. You wanna break the, the time, space continuum, you, you, you go in faith. And there's a science to faith, okay? There really, really is. Because it, the Bible says a lot of things have happened in the Spirit, we haven't seen manifest because we haven't believed it. And God wants us to, to, to uh, 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 see, redeem the time for the days of evil. And one of the things you've got watches, and you've got uh, uh, all sorts of indicators where we're talking about, you know, about time. But one of them, you know, how do people back in the day know when, what's, what time to attend church? What were they here? The bell ringing. So we're going through the sanctuary 
And uh, uh, actually, it was uh, Lawrence's daughter, Elena, found this and they sent to me. And the second I received this, I went, oh Lord, you want us to have this place. Let's look, let's look at this. Let's put the next one up. Church bell, donated by the Maylands Uniting Church. <clears throat> On the 31st of March, 2003, we are very grateful to the Maylands Uniting Church congregation. And you all meant to say you're welcome because <laughs> you're at unity. Okay. <clears throat> For donating their church bell to replace the original damaged Moonta Mines Uniting Church bell, many of the Maylands congregation had relatives and descendants from the Moonta district. Can someone shout hallelujah? <clears throat> It's just crazy. This is, this is like, I wonder if God's speaking. <laughs> I don't want an angel to come up to me in the middle of the night and go, McFly, okay. <clears throat> so the Lord, is, the Lord is actually, there's an invitation. So this is how we're gonna do it. <clears throat> what we're gonna do is wherever possible, and I think it's very, very possible this is what I believe, and I'm getting down to brass tacks now. It's a, it's, I think it's, it's, we're in Kairos and there's an invitation. <sighs> Holy Ghost. You look what's happened in this place with government. I mean, you can't. <laughs> it's not about us. When you see this stuff, you go, people have gone before us and we're just standing on their shoulders. Look what Norm Macon carved out and the people that worshipped here. It's not about us and trying to put our grubby fingers and branding on everything to build a name for ourselves. It's about the destiny of a region that could unlock the world in Jesus' Name. It's about the King of Glory. So we believe it's going to be, it won't be less than half a million dollars. It's 3,000 square metre property, but it has two halls. There's another one. And, and some of our team that went in there got more touched by God in that place, which includes, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy because there's a green room, <clears throat> there's a kitchen, there's an eating hall. But you know what? In the last room is a museum, the history of revival. Can you believe that? Is this insane? That's where that black and white image came from. And, the, and the, uh, 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 so, so, so the Lord wants us to take this. So this is what we're gonna do. I reckon it's gonna be 500, 600-ish. That's what I believe. And you go, well, it's Moonta, it's up north. Do you know what? Open up those wells, the world will come. Not clever preaching and church, you know, sort of let's build a culture. We need a move of God. We need the Spirit of God to be poured out without measure. Praying for the sick. Seeing people saved, baptised in the Holy Ghost. We, we, we're going from Matthew 28 to Mark 16. Who's excited? Come on. What we're gonna do is that our offer will be, so right now, is that we are raising funds. How long? One week. 
Plenty of time. Plenty of time. I'll tell you why, because it's already on the market. And I think there's already an offer on the table, but if you have a serious expression of interest, you have to be notified. And rather than wait ages and heaps more people get on board, basically, I just feel it's Carpe Diem sees the day. So I would say, I would say roughly, fold as we stand, we'll, we'll give towards it, $150,000 to $200,000, somewhere in between there. And we're going, to, we're going to invite people to sow into this. As well, I would encourage you, if you know people overseas, interstate, send them this message today. This is not about our branding, right? This is not about our branding. This is actually about the King of Glory and the spirit of revival in this nation. I, I, when, I, when I'm reading about this stuff, you've got mega churches everywhere in South Australia, like Enfield, 1,200 people, all Good Friday. Not sort of like, oh my gosh, what time's that Netflix show? We can only make it for an hour today. These are the people that pave the way. So this is what we're gonna do, is that we're gonna invite people to sow into this. All I ask is this week is you come before the Lord and you say, Lord, I see it. I ask you to speak to me about how much you want me to sow in. I'll tell you why I'm excited. Because as a church, we, before we knew this opportunity, okay, all right. You know that myself and this church, we've seen a hundredfold blessing. We, we've seen it, we've seen it. And we sowed, we sowed a good amount of money into some amazing churches. We sowed $15,000 into these, uh, the flood, people struggling with the flood stuff in the Eastern states. We, we give food away, we let people use the building. We believe for them for a hundredfold. And I, and I don't, and, and you know what's really interesting is there's a couple of weeks where I said, I feel to not take an offering, take that offering and sow it somewhere else. Like we forfeited the giving for that week. And I didn't even know this was coming up. So we've already been sowing into it. So we can call in a harvest. At the beginning of that passage of scripture where Isaac was to, to unclog all the wells that his father dug, right? That Abraham uh, dug out, you know, decades earlier. At the beginning of that passage of scripture in... Uh, Genesis 26, it said he received a hundredfold blessing. I think we can believe for something like that. I, I really, really mean it. And I'll, I'll pray in a second, but we're not taking anything now. What we're gonna do, what we're gonna do is we're going to, our offer will be in relationship to what we can raise. And God gives his people, local people, first bite of the cherry. So next week we'll be taking pledges because, because we don't need the money until there's an offer. We have, to, we, we have to back up our offer. Does that make sense? So what we're gonna do is that we're gonna take pledges next week on Sunday. It's a very, very significant day because I believe it's like, uh, it's gonna be a church plant. It's gonna be amazing. But with the pledges, it's not like, by faith, if you know, I can draw this long bow and hit a sparrow 200 miles away and my business booms between now. The pledges have to be based on what God's spoken to you about and what you have in your keeping or what you have access to because it's gonna influence our offer. Does that make sense? Okay. So I'll tell you what right now, because we've, we've, we did this when we raised, raised money for this place. But I, I'll tell you what, I'm just blown away with what we've seen so far 
Who's amazed with that testimony so far? Come on, who's blown away? Because there is, there is. I'm telling you right now, I believe the, 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 what we're seeing with the farming and the earth is a forerunner for a renewing of the physical temple of the believer, that we actually see crazy healings and glory manifest. Who believes that? Seriously, that is not, just, not just farming and food, it's a, cr- a crazy connection. So here we go, let's have a look. So you've got next Sunday, we'll be receiving pledges. So we'll receive a usual offering, then pledges. And then what we'll do, what we'll do uh, is that on the Monday or the Tuesday, that's May the 1st or May the 2nd, we're going to put in our offer. That's what we've told them. Why is this happening so quickly? Because it is the Lord's doing and it is marvellous in our eyes. And I'll tell you what, right now, I did not see this coming. Isn't it good when you, you know, this all started happening when we sowed as a church. Let me just encourage you, is that, 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 that I wouldn't say I am a financial guru. I've just chosen in my heart to be generous and sow. And I sow with faith. And you know what? If I feel that it's a dental Extraction. Don't want it to be a dental distraction. A dental uh, extraction. It's no no joy. Don't do it. If if this week it's about hearing from the Lord, can someone say Amen? All of a sudden, it's like we've it's a bit of a spirit of a funeral came in, and all of a sudden you go, Oh, I feel it. Oh, oh, I feel it. I just pulled a wallet muscle. Oh my gosh. Serious. It's got to be joy. It's got to be joy. Not that it's an existential threat to our financial liability. You know, like it doesn't, seriously, that's the way, when we, we sow money, right? The only time I get nervous is when there's a visiting ministry and my wife asks for a credit card slip and I'm up here. That's the only time I ever get nervous because I know that she's enjoyed the ministry. I'm like, um. <laughs> but God's always poured out His Spirit. And so what we'll do, if you can uh, put on the pads, but if you can put up, this is for people who are interstate and overseas, put up our account details. Now, can you imagine, you guys know this is a church that speaks the least about finance than any church they've ever been to. Can someone say amen? Because when we talk about it, it's from heaven. Because I don't, I don't wanna get up here and squeeze the lemon every week. Can you imagine at the end of your working week, all of a sudden you get out the, 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 the cup and you do a dance before your boss. Did I do double portion quality work this week? Forget about it. But there's got to be something about partnering with heaven. When you put it on in online, you just have to write in the description building, okay? Or the building. That's all you have to do. It's simple. If you've been watching overseas and God's speaking to you, but what I want us to do in a second, we're gonna pray. I'll tell you what, I, I, I've been pretty pleased to live here for a while now. South Australia is carrying a different spirit. But when you, who loved that history? That just that brief, you, 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 you are at ground zero to see it happen again on another level. But this is what I want us to pray for. I don't want anyone to give with a spirit of death. You know what that is? I feel pressured and compul- uh, under compulsion. I don't want it, I don't, we don't want it. I want you to see in Jesus' Name, the joy of the Lord and the invitation. Moses received the 
offering for the tabernacle and they gave too much. (laughs) Trust me, there's a lot of things we're doing. We have to maintain building and etc. But but you're in a church, if, if you're here, why do you go to Field of Dreams? If your subconscious reason is because I come here to feel comfort and be left alone, you've made a big mistake. You have made a big mistake. Flee while you can. <laughs> if you want to follow us into the glory or get pulled kicking and screaming, let it happen. But if you come here to hide or to do your uh, uh, tick box for eternity, you're in the wrong church. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna pray now and we're gonna release a grace, but especially of sowing and reaping. Oh, we had, oh, when we said um, 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 uh, tonight, we had a crazy worship of three or four weeks ago on the Tuesday night. And I just, I just felt this, don't, don't take an offering. I just like, so, we, so I said, if you come here with a purpose to give, I want you to take that money, even by faith, and hold it before the Lord. You're gonna sow it to someone outside the church and you watch the harvest. I'm getting getting messages from people like the next day saying, I just sowed this somewhere and we saw 40-fold on that seed. And as as someone, someone's like a thousand-fold. Like I'm not legit, I'm not not doing the snake oil thing. right, I've got to see you guys next week. (laughs) But I'll tell you what I wanna do is I I want a spirit of faith on giving and that this is, all of it is going to the church. Now, just, 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 let's just vision cast for a minute. When people start attending that church in its droves and people are giving that church, all the money in that church stays in that community. Okay? None of this tithing to the mothership. Serious. Do it to missions. Must have been a bad thing, my wife laughed. Okay. <clears throat> and so, so all the money will stay in that community because we wanna see Jesus manifest in that community. So well, let's pray. Just put your hands out. Just, just be in an attitude to receive. Holy Spirit, thank You. <clears throat> thank You that You've put us in South Australia. Thank You for the invitation, 100 years to the month, of Holy Ghost power. Thank You, Holy Spirit, right now today. I thank You. It says, write down the vision on tablets. Make it plain that he who reads it may run. Lord, You want to see white horses released all through this church, all through this state. In the Name of Jesus, we thank You for revival and souls. We thank You. (laughs) If God is for us, who can be against us? In the Name of Jesus, right now, we thank You for speaking to everyone here. I thank You, number one, for a spirit of faith. I thank You for a spirit of joy. I thank You that the Word of the Lord is released of very specific amounts. And we just thank You, Lord, we just have a faith for a hundredfold on everything. We thank You that we are in an accelerated a kingdom economy, reality. And Lord, we just thank You right now. We thank You, Lord. We say, Lord, do it again. Do it again in South Australia. Let our children, let our children and their children see a mighty outpouring in the great Southland of the Holy Spirit. 
We thank You for righteous government. We thank You for heavenly prosperity. We thank You for the windows of heaven. We thank You, Lord God, that You give us authority in all things. We thank You. So speak to us regarding sowing and giving. And we thank You in Jesus' Name. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Who's excited? Seriously, come on. Supernatural. You see that? When you, when you see the white horse, you're like, and the bell, the bell. I'll tell you what right now, why is revival a big deal? I'll tell you why. Because for some of you, your relatives will not come to the Lord or back to the Lord unless there's an open heaven. And that's what we wanna see. I don't want my kids to have to battle the things I had to battle. I want them to, to go to another level and, and, and your kids and so on and so forth. And this is, just, this is just amazing. I'm just blown away. Grab your communion. This, all of this was not on the table two weeks ago. That's how quick God is moving this season. Now, look, I'm just, just, I'm just giving you a little bit of intel. You ready? Is that God wants to move in South Australia and it'll spread around the place, but then He wants it to go to New Zealand. And we're gonna see the Welsh revival, the Hebrides revival manifest in the New Hebrides. I know that I know that I know. The parallels to this church and what we saw in New Zealand is too crazy. I haven't even started on that. Because we went there a hundred years to the day and God's speaking us through about a hundred year cycle. Oh yeah. Jesus, we just thank You for your, <clears throat> your sacrifice on the cross. And this morning, Lord, has been about Your reward, Your bride. Thank You, Lord, for Your reward, Your bride. I just thank You, Lord, for Your, <laughs> for souls for church plants, for revival. I just thank You when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. I thank You, Lord, that You're doing so many amazing things. I just thank You right now in this communion. Let just thank You for a spirit of quickening in life in Jesus' Name. Amen. The minute I saw that plaque that this church gave them their bell. I went, yeah, ding dong. <clears throat> I believe that we're meant to, because the, they haven't put the bell up. I believe we're all meant to be there when the bell goes up. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? This is what happens when you honour the prophetic. It's real. It's not sort of like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, let's keep collecting more words and never activate any of them. Is it like, Lord, speak. We wanna see what you wanna say. God's, yeah. Now, today, you've seen a little bit of that God is, is, is the creative genius of the universe. Come on. I mean, there's a lot more. I, I couldn't, you know. But it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. So pray this week, seriously, because I believe for yourself, it's an invitation to harvest, to break yokes. I believe that, I really, really do. And, and, and when, when we get established in that territory, that region, we want the money to stay there because we want the area revived. 
I believe we see the move of God, you're gonna have people, you know, before Lakeland outpouring, who'd ever heard of Lakeland? The world went there. How much more here? All right, because in Lakeland, first it was Stephen Strader, or Carl Strader, should I say, then Rodney Howard Brown. It was a well. They recognised and dug up. I wanna pray one more prayer before we finish. I just wanna, I just wanna pray a spirit of revival that we would lay a hold of what it is to worship, to lay the tabernacle of David, to actually walk in the glory. Let's just stand as we finish. Let's stand. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, I just thank You right now. Just lift your hands to heaven. I thank You right now in Jesus' Name for the spirit of revival. I thank You for the glory of God manifest in our worship. I thank You for the glory of God manifesting in these physical temples. I thank You for a quickening in the physical temple of Your church. I thank You for the tabernacle of David. Lord, I thank You right now that it says, with all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. And I thank You, Lord, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We thank You, Lord, for Your generosity. We thank You for destiny books. We thank You, Lord, for the opportunity to participate in and change history. We thank You that history will reveal that Jesus is Lord, that He has won, that He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And the rock that hit the statue became a great and mighty mountain and filled the earth for the glory of God in Jesus' Name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God.